welcome to, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm also, um, he's the guy, you know, I'm joined, Alex, he's here. Oh my gosh, I just realized what you were doing. I was worried about your brain, your brain. <laughs> you were malfunctioning, but no, you're just little Kathy. For a second, I thought you just weren't into this anymore. <laughs> like, it was a weird way to announce that. Breaking up on mic. <laughs> Uh, Alex, uh, say your thing. Do your thing. The powers that be, Alex. The powers that be. That's great. This is how you should do all of them. All right. This is if I was uh, a renowned chef who became a housewife. I'm out of the frying pan and into the fire. And then hand on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like to picture um, one of the little cutaways. You know, as they're saying their tagline would be you going back and shaking the frying pan and a huge fire goes up and then you go ah, ha, 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 and toss your hair back <laughs> like yeah. i like it yeah alex you want to do a kathy hilton uh intro for julia listen i'm not saying that i want to do one or that someone's telling me to do it if you know what i'm saying the best trips are with friends where we're solving everything with wine oh this is gonna take me a second to decode <laughs> The Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast took a group trip to Solving to recreate the Vanderpump Rules girls trip to Solving. And I think we did a pretty good job. I fell over a table. I ate some vague plant that was outside <laughs> yeah. that I insisted was lavender. And then we all saw it on a private jet for 10 seconds and then got In off. In pajamas. So it was a really successful, amazing trip. But you know what actually happened was we went to the place where the Vanderpump ladies stayed in the show and were rejected. We were not allowed to eat there. So we couldn't reenact yes. anything. I failed to make a reservation and we were not staying at that hotel. So we sadly got kicked out. And I failed to make a reservation as well. Yeah, I didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my tagline for this week is... I can't drive, but boy, can I race. Uh, Those of you who know me know I cannot drive. I have zero intention of learning how to drive. It's just not for me. But you can drive. You just don't have a legal license to drive. Restricted to rural use only, Julia. You have driven illegally. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Very Kathy Hilton of you. Thank you. My race part of my tagline is um, referring to the magical journey that I went on last night. I have started watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and what oh. a delight. It was beautiful. Uh, my boyfriend, Pat, actually is the one who put it on, and he was delighted as much as I was. So it's always fun to have a new show. So that's why you're ending this podcast. That's why you're so tepid at the beginning, because you're starting a new one about that show with your boyfriend. Okay, so he did say, I know you guys like housewives, but this is a lot more going on. So one request (laughs) for a total change. (laughs) Well, we don't have a Roni this week. We only have a Beverly Hills. Well, let's get into it, you know? Let's do it. All right, I want to start out our Beverly Hills with Kathy Corner. She basically speaks in Mad Libs, except for she doesn't fill in the blanks. She just says, you know. Mm -hmm. And everyone is so enamored with her, they won't explain to her that they have no idea what she's talking about. Except, of course, her sister Kyle. Yes. She hates nouns. Yeah, but when you say you know, like when you end something, like with the information she's sharing like that, then as a listener, you're like, oh, should I know that? So then it makes it awkward for you to try to fill in the blanks with her. You know? I just did it. (laughs) Kathy (laughs) Hilton. You know? (laughs) It's brought up because Dorit's being accused 
of being long-winded. And Kathy acts like she doesn't even know what that word means. Long-winded? Yeah, she's like, long-winded? That's how unfamiliar she is with the concept. But then brings it back up. Well, because she learned a new word. When you learn a new word, you like to use it a lot, you know? I did it again. Now I'm just going to say you know after everything, apparently. She drags Dorit through the long-winded mud multiple times, at least twice. She literally points and laughs at one point. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of her pointing and laughing at Sutton last episode. <laughs> she does love pointing and laughing. Uh, Kathy's hatred of nouns, people, places, and things carries over to my Kathy corner, which is when they are sitting down for Sutton's luncheon, everybody is sitting except for Kathy who is telling a staff member she cannot find her place, her name, even though there's <laughs> one seat left. They say I'm over here. She's like looking around. I thought I was over here. <laughs> if we're going to start talking about this party and names, I do have to say that it was a little awkward for me to watch Sutton put the names in all of the women's desserts so we knew how much dessert they each ate, especially when Crystal had just announced that she was bulimic and feels uncomfortable to with which her the, relationship with food. Now, Julia, not before they all applauded her for being bulimic, and then they realized, oh, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah. If anyone puts my name on a dessert, how dare you? Also, I'll be eating the whole thing so you won't even know my name was on it. Would you be eating the whole thing? You saw that close-up of Garcelle's. That did not look like $35,000 worth of dessert. No. None of the food looked good. And I thought it was hilarious that Kathy requested the caviar be served at the table. Because according to Kathy, if you don't eat caviar right away, it turns into like a gelatin. It's like with what they were putting it on. Like the potato. Were they putting it on a baked potato? It looked like a piece of bread. Like a cracker. It looked, like, it looked like a loaf. Like a, like a cracker <laughs> loaf thing. Which I guess is just that's Parisian cuisine. I, I love the, the plate of just iceberg lettuce. Rinna? Oh my gosh, so fun. <laughs> well, that's up Rinna's alley. I know, they loved that. The dessert you're talking about, was that the same one that they all, they all only ate a bite of and there was all the close-ups on just like the bite everyone had before going, it's yes. too cold outside. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't tell So the name tags ended up not mattering then. No. All we got was like a bunch of little pieces of cake that said, Garcia, Dorit, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but Sutton throws the worst MLM purse purchasing party I've ever seen. No one bought a single item. I don't think anybody even looked at her wares. Sutton. So well, sad. you know why? There was an elephant in the room. <laughs> it totally took me back to uh, Whitney Rose. Let's address the elephant in the room. They both kind of have the same voice. Erica's up here. Whitney has a baby voice. Let's address. Oh, that's right. She's even higher than Erica. Erica. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's address the elephant in the room. One thing that I had not put together that the editors had to remind me of, because I have a housewife brain, that Erica has been cleaning her closet for a month. Mm -hmm. So at this time, when they're filming it, the narrative they're really trying to push is like, Erica's tired of not being listened to. She's packing her bags and she's out of there. But by the time they're actually editing this, they know what's actually happening. And I can't really tell the narrative they're trying to push in the edit. Oh, they know. They know we know. And they're leaving us breadcrumbs. So we are shocked and delighted anytime Erica says anything, including, I'm really good at keeping secrets if you haven't noticed. Mm -hmm. She also says, until I get a handle on what's coming for me. 
and it will be coming for me. Shing, shing. Mm-hmm. What used to be lengthy conversations has been reduced to a sentence or two. I heard that Tom Girardi might be losing his mind or he's only saying, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I don't know. Can I add another quote to that list, Julia? Please. I put it all over my clit and all over my vagina. All right, wrong, <laughs> wrong section, but that also got a shame. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? I am lit. Let's address the elephant in the room. I am lit. <laughs> when she dropped Tom off at work, you think he really didn't know. I think they both know this is going down, and I think they've made this plan together. Anybody's thoughts. And that's why he didn't say I love you back. I think she knew something was up and was saying what's going on, and I think he didn't tell her. And that's why her conversation's just sure. a sentence. Well, that's kind of what I thought too, Julia, is because we're being led to believe at this moment in time, Erica wants us to think those conversations are like, how's your day? And he's saying, good. But I think it's, why is there less money coming in? What's going on? Nothing Mm -hmm. is actually the conversation. Now, have both of you finished that documentary? Andy Cohen like came out saying that like he's not a fan of that that documentary's presentation of Erica. So it's I'm inclined to believe that the rest of the season will be a better presentation for her and will she'll get like a better edit. Now, I was always thinking of Tom from last season where we got like her showing off Pip Pop and look at his fun story he's he's telling. But then when we got those flashbacks, Tom was being very zesty. I didn't remember that Tom. You got a bad edit, Elizabeth. Bad edit. She had that quote of the meme, Tom, where when she was stuck in traffic, one of the partners at the law firm said, if you were married to someone else, traffic wouldn't be a problem. And he says, if you think you can afford her, you can have her. Well, one, ching, ching. <laughs> two, she's definitely looking at her marriage through the lens of she's getting divorced now. Yeah, because my wait a minute there, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I like Erica a lot. But Erica, you wrote a song called It's Expensive to Be Me. You can't be shocked when someone says yes to that. Yeah. I love the scene when Erica and Rena are drinking hot toddies, which I would like to say I'm going to start a drinking game every time Erica orders a hot toddy. Hot toddies are definitely her divorce drink of choice. I was going to say, is that her new thing? It's her new thing. But when Erica and Rena are having hot toddies together, Erica was on the verge of telling Rena everything. And Rena's mm-hmm. so into being supportive of Erica through this hard time that she wasn't able to give Erica the space to divulge everything. I was very disappointed in Rena. Rena, as usual, be quiet, please. Getting in the way of good TV here, Rena. Yes. It's because she's exploding at the drama that's happening before her. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica has the best excuse to not share anything. That Her soon-to-be ex is a lawyer, so she can't say anything because it might be used against her. While there are lawyers using things against her, it's not Tom. <laughs> Wait, can I do a pivot? A really fast backwards pivot? Yeah. Erica's ordering hot toddies, and that's like her new drink. It kind of reminds me of Ramona with her... Pinot Grigio. Her, her Pinot Grigio or her vodka soda with a whole mint plant and 45 limes in it. Isn't Kyle's drink a margarita? Doesn't she like make a big deal about getting a margarita? She likes tequila, yeah. She didn't know how to make one. It's like two ingredients. I mean, can you make a margarita? Yes, it's um, two ingredients. I can order one. Oh my God, Angela. Okay, 
Kyle's an asshole. Part two. Yeah, she's not looking great this season. No, she's a total word police. Every like she monitors what everybody says. And I've kind of noticed Kyle does the same thing in every fight. She gets mad at you for saying something not in the way that she likes you to. You come back. I don't know why I'm saying you. Dorit most of the time comes back with a rebuttal. Kyle says, well, don't you care about me? And then Kyle ends with, don't treat me like that. And if it doesn't go with that person, like kissing Kyle's ass, like when Dorit left last episode and she did it again this episode, she says like, oh, I don't want her to feel bad. So it's like she wants to be Queen B, but she can't pull the punches. Mm-hmm. She can't commit. Mm-hmm. I think that's why she's not looking good. If you want to be Regina George, you got to be the villain. Mm-hmm. But Kyle has never stepped up. Well, my, my final thoughts on the ep is I thought it was great that the whole reason Erica got her new place was because of that martini wallpaper. <laughs> yes. The whole reason I rented the house. The internet has done some sleuthing. She found it online, she says. It's a lawyer friend's apartment she's renting. Oh, that makes sense. It's a house Kyle is renting out to her? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually my house, Alex. It's my house. (laughs) All right, we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll start us off. Um, I am awarding the Dr. Fishman Award, named after Dr. Fishman of... Arrested Development, the doctor who is so literal, he confuses everybody, saying that Buster will be all right, meaning he will only have right hands because his left is gone, and other hilarious moments like that. I award the Dr. Fishman Award to Sutton's Mammogram Doctors. When Sutton says she's too nervous, just tell me if it's a yes or no. The doctors reply, yes. Leaving a long pause and then say, you will be okay. (laughs) Congratulations. My heart did sink for Sutton when I thought that they meant, yes, she had an abnormal pat come through. That is what everybody thought. I know, because so much stuff's happening to Sutton right now. That would just be another blow to her, you know? Well, my Indecent Proposal Award... Named after the 1993 movie in which Woody Harrelson sells off his wife Demi Moore to Robert Redford for a night uh, in bed with her, goes to Tom Girardi for that little in- that little piece of info Erica gives where Tom makes that joke of if you can mm. afford her. Great movie. This award is basically just a recommendation. You thought that meant like if you want to like pay to sleep with her? Yeah, if you can afford her, she's yours. I thought that meant like ha ha ha, I'll divorce her and you can marry her. Like, long term. I guess I'm thinking of long term sex work. You guys are thinking of one and done. (laughs) I have a business plan. Oh, I was thinking he was just being as nasty as Uh he could be in that moment. I was just thinking he was being nasty in that moment. He was being indecent. You thought it was a decent proposal. I mean, she is expensive. (laughs) (laughs) My award is the Detective Doty Award. And I'm awarding this award to every single viewer of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last week because we enjoyed every single Erica ding! The clues are all adding up. We know what's coming. So it just makes it so much fun. It's like we know Mm. who the murderer is and we are loving all of these things that are just validating what we already It's like an episode of Columbo. I mean, that's what they say. Columbo, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Kathy Hilton doesn't know which one's on Bravo. 
Neither do we. <laughs> it's it's not a who done it. It's a how catch them. Yeah. That's the true term. It's the true term for this type of uh, mystery. And it's thrilling to watch. Now, for us Americans, it is 4th of July next week. And so we are going to have a little weird episode going on. A little surprise shorty sode. We won't leave you guys hanging. Um, And then we will be back the next week with the normal pod. We'll miss you so much. Well, we'll be there a little bit. We'll be back for a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, we'll be there a little bit. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime, Elizabeth. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. Thank you.